0: It's time for new seminar get you a uh, detailed expert analysis on some of the big issues of the week. For this, we're joined from Hongik University College of Law by Professor Choi Kyung. Professor Cho? Good morning. Good morning to you. So we're going to talk about this uh, verdict handed down by a judge in regards to the uh, case for Professor Kyung Shim, who... Um, as we know, is the wife of the former justice minister uh, and prominent uh, professor from Seoul National University, uh, Cho Guk. Uh, this has been a very polarizing case. It's uh, touched a lot of nerves, and this verdict, quite frankly, uh, was a little bit shocking and surprising, especially to a lot of people who had followed the merits of the case and then some of the analysis that had come out as to the prosecution and, with, and what evidence they had put forward. But Essentially, in a nutshell, she received a four-year prison term, and Mm. largely the prison term was directed towards the academic admissions aspect of it rather Mm. than the private equity aspect of it. So you'll get into Mm. some of the details there, but aside from the legal argument, it would be, I think, instructive to look at this also um, in terms of... Uh, politics and society. But first of all, the four-year sentence, obviously, this is the, the first verdict uh, rendered in in this case. It, mm. it will be going to the Supreme Court. And so we do not say this is the end-all and be-all right now. Yeah, right? They will appeal. M-
1: most definitely. I mean, appeals in, in Korea are uh, essentially as of right, right up to the Supreme Court. And Cho Guk, the former justice minister, has already... Uh, May expressly declared on his social uh, media that they will be appealing yeah. the sentence. Uh, and I expect that it will, as you say, it will go not just to the appeal court, but also uh, to the final arbiter, which is the Supreme Court.
0: Right, because if the appeals court renders a verdict uh, again that uh, maybe uh, does away with this initial. Uh, sentence, or maybe even the question of guilt or innocence, you can be sure that the prosecution, so the prosecution is going to be appealing e- that exactly all the way up to the end. So it's going right. to go to the end inevitably. Yes. Um, I don't want to get too much into the legal weeds of this, but it's mm. probably instructive to at least find out what exactly the judge was saying here mm. in terms of why he thought that uh, chung One was guilty of these charges in, mm. in regards to admissions uh, scandal process and forgery of documents. But second, why he felt that this... Uh, necessitated uh, a pretty harsh uh, prison term as well as hefty fine leveled against her. Firstly, with the um, private equity so-called Samo Fund mm-hmm. allegations, there was an earlier verdict handed out to the, uh, I don't even know what in English is, the, mm-hmm. the, the the nephew, the, the far distant nephew, right? Uh,
1: so nephew once removed. Well, okay. uh, <laughs> okay.
0: That person who was apparently involved in that uh, financial kind of uh, setup,
1: Right. he... He was found yeah,
0: be, because the precedent there was that mm. it was going to be very difficult to try to uh, secure a, a guilty verdict on that front, except mm. for maybe some of those uh, issues with destruction of evidence. Right, right, right. exactly. So, yes. So, that was the verdict there. Can you just walk us through the reasoning of the judge and the legal uh, matters that he found in, in both with this Hamo Fund as well as the uh, admissions process?
1: Sure. So the she so Professor Jeong Young Shim had. 15 charges altogether levelled against her, and they can be grouped into three categories. So first is uh, these charges regarding um, forgery and fraud uh, with regard to admission of uh, her daughter into university. So forging documents uh, that sort of, you know, evidenced internship that didn't actually happen or sort of, you know, um, or certificates or awards that she received that didn't actually, you know, occur. So one, one was with regard to the admissions um, issues. Second was, as you say, with regard to the private equity fund that she had invested in. Uh, and there were allegations of embezzlement um, of, of the fund uh, and... Uh, wrongful gain of, you know, monies that were not due to her. And she was found mostly not guilty on on those accounts. And the third category was this destruction of evidence. And because of legal technicality, the court basically said they had to find her not guilty simply because the charge uh, didn't apply to her in this particular instance. So
0: the Okay, so mm. with the if, admissions aspect of it, one mm. one major aspect was her internship with the uh, Seoul, Univers- Seoul National University Human uh, Rights Human Center, Rights yes, Center yes. Uh, which involves another prominent political figure right now, the current uh, chairman of the uh, Uri Minju Party, uh-huh. uh, Choi kang who right. was uh, in charge at that time.
1: Th- that was actually um, in relation to his son, right? Yeah. Yeah, and, and so... That was uh, so. The charges against Choi Gang-wook is about um, Cho Guk's son having done an internship at Choi gang then law firm,
0: uh, right. which
1: didn't uh, actually happen, or, or the allegation goes. And so this other internship for the daughter was at the Human Rights Center right, at Seoul right. National University, and that. Actually, has implications for uh, former minister Choguk himself yes. because he was essentially in, instrumental in, you know, uh, linking uh, that 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 sort of opportunity uh, for his daughter. So uh, obviously, there is going to be serious ramifications for the trial of Choguk that is upcoming. Uh, as a result of and the, it does seem like the they are
0: attempting to tie all of these mm. in, uh, both the judge and the uh, prosecution as to linking yeah. uh, first yeah. the forgery of documents with yes. the Chogu case and then with yeah. the Tre Gangu case uh, with the with the internship aspect of it, because he was also, uh, I guess, the prosecution request to be given a one year sentence, uh, prison term for his alleged role in terms of the internship fabrication in regards to the son. Right. That's so, right. Yes. Okay. So mm-hmm. all of that. <laughs> let's talk about Dongyang University okay. and. This presidential certificate uh-huh. and the yes. alleged elaborate scheme to fraudulently forge a uh, certificate that claimed that uh, Cho Min, the daughter of Cho Guk and Jung kyung Shim, had um, supposedly Faked her way into helping out with volunteer services with English tutor, tutoring, I believe, at the university. Uh, she went through a, apparently a lot of trouble to get mm-hmm. this computer with the 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 dean's um, certificate, of the, the 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 seal, mm-hmm. and then and then elaborately kind of crafted this document that looked exactly like the uh, presidential seal to right. get this. Whereas, okay, yeah. just mm-hmm. the but all the testimony in the lead up to this, Treson and the the former dean of this who kind of put. Out some very uh, damaging testimony, I guess, against Cho Guk and Chung Young Shim mm-hmm. was very close mm-hmm. in terms of personal relationship with Professor Chung mm-hmm. and also apparently had a very strong affection and liking to the the student uh, Cho Min mm-hmm. at the time. Mm-hmm. So it's it just kind of with logical mm-hmm. thinking. What was the problem here? It simply would have been a simple phone call, right, with this guy that, uh, hey, Dean, you know, we're good friends and my daughter here has internship. Can Mm. you just approve this seal? And Mm. it just seems like a very routine affair. Uh, What would have been the need to go through this elaborate kind of kabuki to to, to forge this document? Could you help me understand? So,
1: So, you know... Uh, we don't know, right? right. Because uh, Jung Kyung Shim's side was protesting that, that, that there was no, no such for, for, forgery made. But the prosecution was arguing that um, she had basically taken the original certificate and, and actual certificate uh, award that was given to their son, right? So chomin's Min's brother, uh, for having done some other volunteer services at the university, or something else, mm-hmm. and then uh, basically made a fake certificate for Cho Min based on that and copying the seal. And so, as you say, we don't know why ah, Jung kyung would would have felt the need to do that when she had such a close relationship with the president of the college at the time, although they obviously had a major falling out after, uh, since. Um, but the court basically accepted prosecution's evidence that um, the the serial number on the certificate was wrong, uh, the seal um, uh, was also kind of you know n- not the original seal that was affixed to it. Uh, the placement of the the identification number, the resident identification number, was wrong, and essentially the certificate was faked, and they accepted. Prosecution's evidence rather than uh, Chong's evidence, and uh, Chong's side also had argued this relates to the destruction of evidence uh, part. Oh, sorry, not destruction of evidence, but uh, the evidence that was produ- produced by the prosecution was illegally obtained because the prosecution didn't have uh, the warrant necessary to seize the computer and mm-hmm. other hardware from our office at Tongyang University, and the evidence that they produced in the court was actually on that hardware. Mm -hmm. But the court actually said, well, even if that were the case, we had sufficient evidence to find that this certificate was faked. Um, But I don't quite understand what other evidence they might have had apart from Uh, the computer evidence, but anyway.
0: And so, yeah, most of the rebuttals that were issued by the defense side seemed to basically were not accepted by the judge and he did seem to take at face value most of the uh, assertions by uh, the the, Oh, and the
1: other procedural uh, problem with that uh, fake certificate was remember how the prosecution actually had to make the charge again, because back in September initially in their original charge, they actually got the date and the time and the place wrong. And so they had to seek permission to uh, bring a fresh charge, new charge with the correct dates that they suspected. And the court accepted it. And at the time, there was a lot of... uh, uh, argument about whether this could be double jeopardy mm-hmm. uh, you shouldn't be able to charge uh, for same crime twice but
0: right and if, if we recall the, the reason why it was so rushed and uh, incompetently mm. drafted together initially was that mm. Choguk was on the uh, final day of his confirmation hearing right. and coincidentally mm. the statute of limitations was set to expire on the deal to indict Jung kyung Shim on that, and the one of the questions raised during the confirmation hearing was, if your wife gets indicted, are you going to step down? Are you going to step down? And right. they're trying to pin him to that. Right. And then there was then that suspicion that these conservative oppo- opposition lawmakers were in cahoots with the prosecution to try to secure this uh, plan to indict her right at that timing with the questioning to try to get, um, I guess, Cho uh, Guk to, to not take the job.
1: Exactly. Which is why the prosecution really can't escape, you know, uh, the Charge against them that this was really a witch hunt, particularly in light of the recent news that they uh, decide not to uh, proceed with the investigation into Na Won's son's college admission further, uh, and also her daughter's uh, college admission. And there was a lot of uh, suspicion uh, that Na Won's children had also received favorable. Uh, treatment uh, essentially based on who their mother is rather than on their own merits right but the prosecution basically gave the reason especially with the re- regard to naganohna's daughter's case that because of the the sort of limitation period right a, lim- a statute of limitations they've decided not mm-hmm. to pursue uh, the issue any further because they didn't think there was sufficient merit in it but it just contrasts so much with yeah. the way that the, the approach that they have taken uh, with Chong young Now, you will recall that I was very uh, upset by the whole um, incident in the way that, you know, the so-called elites uh, and even educators like Chong young had essentially sort of bent rules. I mean, there were a lot of, you know, uh, compromised conduct uh that I think everyone would find that really sort of didn't quite accord with what you would expect of somebody uh, in a position, especially as a professor at at a university. Uh, But, you know, if you criminalize and if you are going to bring prosecution against this kind of conduct, then you should do it equally to other people. You shouldn't... uh, make this kind of targeted witch hunt at a particular individual just because that person happens to be related to a uh, then a ministerial candidate. And so this is why I feel that uh, the case itself uh, was really unjust. Um, Although some people might feel quite happy about the outcome and they might feel that, well, uh, she's got her comeuppance uh, and well and good, but the sentencing itself, the whole manner in which the prosecution and the investigations are carried out, I think really bodes ill uh, for our current system yeah. of justice.
0: I mean, it's a precedent. Now, uh, thousands and thousands of people, you might not have the prominence uh, uh, of Chung Kyung Shim, but uh, I've personally gotten requests from people about uh, having their uh, kids uh, be interns at, at TBS and, and all that, and it would just be sort of rubber stamped through. I mean, not saying it's excusable conduct, but it's it's a very, very common practice for people to try to build up their specs through whatever means P- padding possible. out their CV, And right? so if this is mm. going to uh, necess- uh, kind of uh, bring about a four-year term, you, mm. we have a lot of people who are now in legal jeopardy, supposedly, uh, with with the way they do these... Uh, admissions, which is another indictment on society and, and our obsession with specs and, and getting into good colleges and, and competing against each other in this hyper-competitive sure. educational environment. Yeah.
1: So the judge actually tried to justify the sentence by saying uh, college admission, especially in our society, is such a big deal. And for there to be you know fraud of this kind, uh, it really um, basically it compromises not just uh, this particular student, but uh, it upends, you know, general sort of sense of justice in, in the society as a whole. Um, but I've looked at sort of other instances where this kind of, you know, uh, charge had been brought. And the most recent uh, case was, remember when uh, this um, uh, high school um Teacher slash official had stolen right. uh, questions for Soong his Myung twin women's daughters. Women's High School,
0: uh, girls' high school, right. and uh, the the test taking the the two daughters uh, apparently had been given the questions in advance, right of, of the the final exam. Right.
1: So there, he had been given the father had been given a three year sentence, which was actually reduced on appeal uh, by six months from the 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 uh, first uh, sentence. Um, and whether this conduct is on par with the other or even worse, uh, I'm not quite sure. Yeah.
0: The punishment, whether that fits the crime, mm. uh, you've mentioned other examples, the, the U.S. Uh, university admission scandal uh, involving those Hollywood people like Lori Loughlin uh, getting a, a two-month sentence. As you say, sort of um, uh, this very selective, arbitrary way the, the prosecution decides to attack uh Chung and Jo Guk, but not mm. Na Kyung uh, maybe even, again, not related to a- education, but uh, even his own mother-in-law, Yun seok his mother mother-in-law and, and wife, uh, and the idea that there was a prominent politician whose daughter uh, was caught at Incheon International Airport with over a kilogram of LSD, as well as <laughs> marijuana, and got away with basically a slap on the wrist. And, you know, you can say, does the punishments fit the crime, but there seems to be, they've awoken a sleeping bear here because people have gotten a lot complacent. Everyone's worried about the pandemic. But these issues really have brought up a lot of emotions. And it's just going to be very clear as to what side is being unfavorably attacked and one side is is kind of being sort of given a slap on the wrist. And I think that anger is building and building if you just rec- if you listen to some of the reactions that we see online.
1: Uh, yes. And once again, you know, this is one of those cases where the reactions by the people are also polarized right yes. uh, depending on whom you support on the political spectrum but i keep coming back to this question of justice you know the reason why the lady justice is blind is because she's not supposed to care mm-hmm. uh you know who who uh who the, crime, the criminal is or what the crime is uh, but this was very much such a a planned targeted case a real witch hunt that uh, i really fear uh, that that it really says sets a very bad precedent and also it makes our system of justice very unpredictable. The court, I mean, you'd never know how they're going to decide and uh, predictability along with uh, fairness and justice is actually one of the keystones of Mm. a justice system and so this is a real, uh, really uh, a a dangerous precedent, I think.
0: Yeah, one of the Kind of uh, parts of the ruling that a lot of people took issue with was the uh, judge saying basically, uh, if if you didn't have this Tongyang University uh, presidential certificate, you wouldn't have gotten into that uh, Busan University uh, medical program, which a lot of people felt was inappropriate in the sense that th- you can judge the merits of the legal case, but mm. how, how do you how, uh, you how those? do you yeah, judge how, do you evaluate? how are you qualified to even yeah. say these kind of things right. in a speculative manner? Indicating some people felt there was a lot of emotion kind mm-hmm. of uh, given in in this ruling, and there was almost this sense that the guilt or innocence question was already decided with the prosecution and and the judge. It was just a matter of how this was going to be uh, laid out in the ruling. And that's uh, the potentially that so. That's all feel.
1: going to come out in in the appeal process, right?
0: Right. Um, we've got thirty seconds left. I, there's a quote here by Tae-li. Is that something you wanted to address?
1: Look. You know, I I just wanted to make the point that uh, people are essentially upset because uh, elites uh, with so much privilege um, uh, seem to be sort of doing this kind of, you know, engaged in this sort of, you know, um, Uh, unfair prejudicial behavior, but just the fact that you are born into that circumstance is is essentially, you know, giving you that kind of advantage and and a leg up. And so John Taylor said, you know, if I only had a university friend, the fact that you are born into a a family that had university professors as your parents, et cetera, et cetera, it just comes with that kind of silver spoon. And so how are we going to address that main problem?
0: Yeah, uh, definitely a poignant point there. Professor Cho, Merry Christmas to you. Thank you so much, and we'll talk to you again soon.
1: Thank you.